Welcome to No Compromises, a peek into the mind of two old web devs who have seen some things. This is Joel. And this is Aaron. Testing is a popular topic in the Laravel world. And um, one of the things I've noticed, especially coming into different projects, and I'm, I'm talking specifically about projects that have tests, not the ones that have like zero tests or just example tests. Yeah, because um, just 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 to <laughs> clarify, if there's a library shared on any sort of website, you know, like a, a news related site, mm -hmm. um, I'll click through and I'll look at a test folder. If the test <laughs> folder is empty or just says example yeah. test, I don't I don't care what the library is. I'm not going to use yeah. it. But anyway, I, I've, sorry, <laughs> I've done that too. Uh, okay, so we're talking about like you know we're in, we're onboarded into a project. It does have some tests. What I've observed is that very rarely is there any sort of consistency as to like what is being tested and let, mm -hmm. let's kind of start at like the feature test level you know which is like mainly thinking about how a user would interact with the system through a, a browser not not the dusk style test but you know but like the, the the typical crud actions um, yeah it's it's, it's user input and yeah. it's measuring the the side effect of that input okay yeah so the way i think about it and uh, kind of the the habit or pattern we've settled into is our tests follow a, a certain structure. And so like the way I think of it is kind of like from the outside of the request in. And so like starting all the way with authentication, like to me, that's the very first thing that will probably get checked and will either pass or fail. So when we're writing tests, we would write one, maybe more tests that assert like you have to be authenticated or you have to have this role. And um, if and if that fails, it should. Well, those be are certain. those are two separate things. That's authentication, yeah, two and authorization. Tests. Correct. Okay. Right. Two separate tests. But I'm just talking about like the sorts of things to test, um, because so often, and, and maybe I'll I'll generalize here. Like a, a developer will jump right into the happy path of a test, which is great, right? Like you want to make sure the the successful path that hopefully the majority of your users will take is well tested. Mm -hmm. But like even in and even in the file, like I'm I'm not looking at a test file, but in my mind I'm seeing like one of our uh, PHP unit classes. Like right at the top, it will be you know test fails authorization, test fails authentication, or you know like if there's a specific role, and so uh, that's important and it's easy to overlook. And you probably want to have that for all of your authenticated routes, right? I mean, like mm -hmm. like it seems kind of repetitive or stupid, like well. You know, if, if I have like a hundred routes all in one group and they're all using the same middleware, like, should I just check one or two of those? Like we, we check all of them, right? It's just like you're in the feature file. Maybe you're, you're testing the index method. Um, so yeah, test authorization, then do it again on the get method. Do it, do it again on the show. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> these right. are the things that um, are easy to overlook and may seem stupid, but I would argue it takes like 10 seconds to write a test like that. And down the road, if you refactor your routes file or you add more complexity, like now you have the safety net, right? So that's mm -hmm. that's kind of like the first example. Um, we'll, we'll do kind of those auth n. Is that the hip uh, term people use to to say authentication and authorization? Aaron's looking at oh, me like I'm I, crazy. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> you said hip and cool, and I just yeah. really turned off. Your eyes glazed over. Um, <laughs> so, but we'll start there, and then. Then generally, we'll, we'll do like the happy path, like the success. Um, mm -hmm. And depending on the complexity of the controller action, there might be a couple, right? So like, so 
to jump ahead a little bit, if we're creating a record, there may be some optional fields. And so like we'll do one success path with just the bare minimum fields that are required. Mm. Then we'll do another success and maybe call it like success with optional that has all of the fields. And, and if there's if there's interactions between those fields, we'll kind of test some varieties of those interactions all as part of the happy path. Mm-hmm. And then um, this is maybe a little controversial one, but we'll test validation. Like a lot of our tests are. Well, uh, b- before we get into that, the, the other thing is, you know, not only like the optional stuff, but when you get into mm-hmm. the actual controller itself, you know, part of the success path is like, are there any if statements in that success path? Sure. Or yeah. um, one thing that people off, often miss is optional or, or null coalesce. So those don't look like a standard if branch, but they yeah. are because right. optional, like, you know, using the optional method around something means that you already have two scenarios now that both are successful. I so like before that. we go to validation, it's usually like, you know, uh, success with bare minimum, success with optional added in stuff um, in the request incoming, and then um, try to follow the success paths inside the controller. Because a lot of times there's just one, but there could be more, though. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And um, I'm purposely not talking about the guts of the test. Like, you know, here's what we assert and here's how we do the yeah, setup. Yeah. Like, like to me, that's a different topic. This is kind of high level, like what are the things we test? And so, you know, mm-hmm. maybe in a future topic, we can drill into some of these in more detail. So, um, but yeah, good, good interjection. Cause that is, I think that's an easy thing to miss when you're, <laughs> you're looking at the code and scanning it for things to test. Mm-hmm. Uh, but validation, um, which you know, I don't, I don't agree that testing validation is controversial or whatever you just said. Well, I, I don't know. I maybe controversial isn't the right word, or it's like too strong of a word, but like overlooked or undervalued, or um, you know, some people might say, "Well, you're testing the framework," and and we really aren't. Like we sort of are by proxy, but that's not the intention. Like validation is some of your most important business logic, in, in my view. Well, I'm, I'm, with that logic, almost all tests are testing the framework because they use the framework. <laughs> Right. So, yeah. you know, I, I guess the way I look at it is uh, there's nothing special about your app that requires you to use Laravel to build it. Mm-hmm. It's just that's the tool that you use. So, like, when you talk about solving a problem, you don't think like, well, I could only solve that with Laravel. You think I want to solve a problem and I could use Laravel to do that. So it's the same thing with tests. You know, it just because it's in Laravel doesn't mean that test has to understand what Laravel is. And in fact, mm-hmm. we write those tests a lot to, to not understand what they are. We might use the tools that are available in Laravel, but just because we happen to know in our brains that, um, you know, if you configure validation this way, Laravel is going to use it this way. You, you don't yeah. want to know that in your tests. You right. want to assume, you know, it, it, theoretically, I mean, you wouldn't do this, but theoretically you could toss out the application layer of something and replace mm-hmm. it with a, you know, you could have a Python app and still call the same endpoints sort of right. uh, in a test. <laughs> Um, you wouldn't, yeah. but you could. No, yeah. I was just like, please <laughs> don't don't do that. Um, but but yeah, and so and so maybe maybe I will um lie a little bit about what I said before and get into the details just to demonstrate what you're talking about. Like mm-hmm. in in a normal HTTP post, if something fails validation, what Laravel will do is send back a redirect, right? So we're not an API, we're like actually in a browser, it's gonna redirect back to the page you came from. And in the session, there's going to be like an errors key and there's going to be fields in that errors key with messages. So mm-hmm. like we don't assert a 302 like that. That's a framework implementation detail. And we don't assert, oh, it's a 302 back to the page you came from. Like that's not the important part of the test. I think that would be more um, 
testing the framework, right? That mm-hmm. that you're 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 asserting a specific behavior. Now, validation is a little tricky because you do have to rely on some framework implementation details to make a proper assertion. Like if if I'm testing that my my required validation is working, like we would submit an empty form request or an, an empty payload and expect that all of the fields that have a rule that says required would come back in that errors key, right? We like so yeah. we are we are asserting a little bit knowing how Laravel is implementing that. Mm-hmm. Um and we have to go a step further. And I think this is where maybe it's more a little controversial because we'll like in our case, we assert the message coming back. And the only reason we do that is to make sure that it's like the required validation that failed and not some other rule on that field. You know, it'd be great if um, Laravel gave us a way to access like the rules that failed, but we don't have mm-hmm. that in the session. So the only thing right. we do have is the message that was returned. Um, yeah. If and- the error, if the error key was like, first name dot required and then it yeah. had like a message or something that'd be great. i mean now that'd be really hard to like implement programming wise so i don't think we're asking for that no <laughs> um but but uh yeah that's that that's the reason why because otherwise if you just say well there's an error in that field um which one was it and yeah. maybe maybe you have custom a rule class and it's just not even ever calling that too right exactly so Required is probably not the most interesting rule to talk about because that's pretty straightforward. But, you know, when you get into things like required with or exclude if or like, you know, you have these mm-hmm. these interactions, I think th- that's those are really valuable tests to have. And kind of like what I was saying about the auth tests earlier. Yeah, maybe it's dumb to write a required test. Like who would ever how could you ever get that wrong? But it's very simple to do like it, that, that test will not take you any time at all to write. And it just gives you some extra confidence. Like, like you didn't forget it or somebody didn't actually delete it later or, or something along those lines. Yeah. I don't know where this mythical group of programmers is that <laughs> does all everything right. But yeah. I know you, I've been writing Laravel apps and PHP apps for many years and I consistently mess things up and thank you for <laughs> tests. When you say like required, it's not that hard, you know, I'm like yeah. I've, I've forgotten required on fields, even though like I put sure. it on the HTML, forgot to put it on the rules for some reason. I don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's like the first one. thing I go for. And then yeah. I write my test and I'm like, oh, wait, whoops. <laughs> yeah. And and I, I don't necessarily practice this 100% of the time. But if you wanted to experiment with doing like a test driven flow, like you shouldn't write like like the, the, the idea is you don't write the code until you have a failing test. So, right. Like I have done it. I don't do it all the time, but it is kind of interesting to like write the failing test, then add the validation rule to make it pass. And sometimes in doing that, I've even been surprised like, oh, I I got something wrong there that I didn't think Mm -hmm. that, that, you know, if if you would have asked me before, I'm like, yeah, that's really simple. I would never get that wrong. Well, I did. (laughs) So, so yeah. So anyways, um, that's kind of a high level and, and we could go into like a lot of other depth, you know, like if you're interacting with APIs or if you're queuing up jobs or you're doing notifications like those are the guts of what you want to test and a lot of that stuff would be kind of in that success path that we talked about but but sort of structurally like a feature test we we group it by the actions you know whatever crud actions are in that controller and within each group you know like the index or the git or whatever we have like authorization then all the happy paths then a bunch of failure modes most of which are validation but some could be other things too um, and it's, it also makes it easy to scan your test file. Like when you're looking for something, they can get big. Well, it's like, yeah, just search for test create. You'll jump right down to that section or search for like validation 
fails validation required, boom, you can get right to that method. Like it, it's pretty easy to navigate a file when you when you have sort of a consistent approach. I think the last thing I'd add to this, just I don't want to go too much out on a um, limb here. Okay. But is I, by writing these tests and going so far into things like, you know, um, validation and stuff, it mm-hmm. really helps when uh, tech support or anyone like, you know, users come to you and they're like, well, I, I didn't do this or I, I it, to- it made me enter this or, you know, the, mm-hmm. the, the standard messages that users have when you're like, mm, that's, I get that that's what you think <laughs> happened, but that's not true. You know, because, yeah, well, no, but I mean, when they say things that are actually wrong, like it never required, it never required me to put in a title. Like it sure did. Right. I, I, I had the tests run four times a day. Um, so I know it absolutely (laughs) is a required thing, but, um, let's, let's, you know, you don't, you don't say that to you, sure, but that will like at least trip you off to look at something different. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's multiple benefits of being thorough in your tests. It amazes me that babies can talk <laughs> or like, well, not baby, but like, yeah, give me an age. Up, I don't know. I don't know when they learn to talk, but what the point is like, you know, I, I was visiting a friend and I saw her spawn and, you know, it was learning to talk and everyone was like talking in this high pitched weird voice back at it. <laughs> sure. Like, yeah. Oh, hello. I'm like, isn't that messed up? Like we expect them to learn to talk, but when our first interactions mm-hmm. with them are not how you talk, yep. like people think it's weird when I, like I've, I've talked about this before when I see a baby, I'm like, Hey, nice baby. But mm-hmm. I also talk to, to babies in the same way as I talk to, you know, you, well, hello, baby. How are you doing? How's work? Nope. Don't work yet. <laughs> okay. And then I walk away. But mm-hmm. my thought process is that, you know, I'm teaching them actually, I'm teaching them better than their parents really. Yeah. Um, how, how to, how to, how to speak. Mm-hmm. You're you're right, and uh, I just I have to go back. Did you say her spawn? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm sure parents love hearing uh, their kids talked about that way. But you know, as yeah. you were talking about that, the other parallel I see is the way people talk to like puppies, right? Yes. And you know what? And that's why puppies grow up to talk that way. And it's really you know it could have been different, Aaron. <laughs> well, no, it's just like though, like dogs don't understand. And so when we come and see them, we're like, oh, dog. And they're all excited. <laughs> and they're like, basic, since they don't understand what we're saying, what they hear is bark, 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 you know, like, because we can't understand what they're saying. So basically yeah. we bark at them and then they yeah. bark back and we're like, stop barking. <laughs> like, poor dog. No wonder dogs sometimes get like all messed up because they're like, well, he barked at me. I barked back. And then he said, don't bark. Mm, what do you want? So from confusing. Me? Yeah. <laughs> Well, next time you see a baby, just say, who's a good boy? And like, like scratch their tummy or something. Or would that be weird? We're all smart and we can figure stuff out, but maybe you just don't have the time and you're looking for some pros that have done it before and can save you some time and jumpstart their project. Well, I know two guys that can help. Their names are Joel and Aaron. If you want to talk to us, head over to nocompromises.io and book a free call and see how we can help.